What's up, pukers? Pukers. You're listening to PukeCast. The show that pukes out the truth to everything you need to know to rise and thrive in the Web3 world. Because it's all about puking rainbows and smoking hopium. I'm your host, Pete Rainbow, and to this episode, we are speaking to the team behind Shikigai. So, let's just get started with a little bit of your background, and also, I want to know, like, how did you get the inspiration to come up with, you know, the name Shikigai and the whole lore behind it? Yeah, sounds good. Wow, you had that unlocked from the get-go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you were going so quick through that. that, was, yeah, that was, because, you had that solid. You, you know why? Because every time when I talk to new projects, um, the, the name or, or the idea behind the name is always very interesting. And everybody yeah. asks, they have like a unique way of coming up with their name. So it's really interesting how to see, you know, a founder come up with the name or what is the reasoning behind. Sometimes it can be like super ridiculous. Like I, I met this one guy, he said like, oh, um, you know, his wife told him the name, he liked it and he just used it. So, so it, really, <laughs> it really has that. I reason. mean, that's a pretty good reason, you know, yeah. when you, you got a creative block, you know. Yeah, I mean, if your wife says so, you got to listen, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so to you, brother. Yeah, okay. So um, I'm Eric. So I'm one of the co-founders of Shikigai. Um, I am from New York, or not from New York. I live in New York. I'm from California, actually. Um, and I am actually, I have a day job. I'm a doctor, um, but I am also a creative entrepreneur. I led a brand agency before. Um, I am also a professional dancer, um, amongst other things. Um, I got into the NFT space back in, um, I think November or so, and it was just like a hub of like creatives, you know? Um, and this was something that really drew to me because it was something similar to what I was doing in the web two side. Um, so from there, you know, like, um, the story we really wanted to tell at the beginning when we got together as a team, we have a team of 11, um, was, uh, the story that we're presenting here today. Um, so what Shikigai, the name comes from two words, she meaning death and Ikigai meaning reason of being. Um, so the way we kind of see it is that Shikigai is the death of monotony or conformity to find yourself, you know, to find your identity, your reason to be right. Um, and that's kind of like the story, um, the basis of the story and the basis of or a lot of our journeys on our team, you know, um, like I said, I w- I'm a doctor, but also a dancer amongst other things, you know, like going through like, um, like my childhood and like high school, college, you feel like very constricted in terms of like, oh, you got to go this linear route when you want to do like different things, look for your identity, figure things out. Um, and that's kind of like where um, this where that story kind of comes from. Yeah. Cool. And, you know, let's just uh, roll, roll back a little bit. When you talk about, you know, you are a doctor, you are, you know, you are passionate in dancing and you are also running an NFT brand. I just want to know, like, how, like, how do you manage your time? You must be, like, super productive <laughs> uh, during the 5 a.m. club and things like that, brother. Yeah. So, I mean, um, fortunately, um, for as a doctor, I'm a diagnostic radiologist. Um, so what that entails is that I'm usually in front of a computer 
um, looking at scans like x-rays, MRIs, CTs, like that stuff, and just uh, dictating those. Um, so I'm, I'm typically already always on the computer. So it's not too much of an adjustment to work on like shaky guy stuff like all day, basically. Um, so, I mean, I haven't been dancing as much or at all or choreographing or anything like that. Um, so right now my only two focuses are, is work and chic guy. I work like 20 hour days, you know, um, and I take sleep minimally, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. So it's like you in, in, in your whole journey, um, you started off like, you know, doing dancing, choreography and then studying medicine and then now you are transitioning into nfts and web3 right yeah something of the sort uh, i kind of did like uh did a bunch of things like side by side a lot of yeah. the time but yeah i i think one thing really interesting that uh that struck me is when you are talking about finding your identity and in the in the same way where whereby you say you know you go through life in emotion um doing dancing being a doctor and then creating the brand it's basically every everybody's life story and in the nft world right now you know purchasing a nft is actually you are trying to find your identity as well right like for example if we talk about um a bought a yacht club holder uh, wrapping an ape going outside show wearing a merch showing people that you know he's a bought ape user it's kind of like trying to uh blend in on his identity and i think one thing you know uh even before we talk about like the nft utility the roadmap and things like that i think the first thing that always strikes to people is that you know if this uh my identity in the web3 world um buying the nft right now is it something that i want to represent myself to other people right and I think one thing, uh, you know, when we when we strike down all the utility and stuff like that, the most important or the most main core thing is like if you love, for example, an anime meta, uh, buying Shikigai as a PFP first thing, if it makes sense to you to wrap it as an identity, and then people will wanting to learn more about the project. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think you, you hit it right on the head, you know. Um, so like for us, you know, like just Shiki guy itself, um, we're in web three IP, um, with a mission to bridge, educate and onboard web two onto web three through immersive storytelling culture and what you're talking about, digital identity. Right. So I think identity itself, like just that word identity can uh, mean many different things. And it's a key part of not just like our lore and our story, but like also your digital identity, your physical identity, you know, the narrative of your journey, etc. So um, the way we constructed, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this later, I'm sure a lot of things revolve around digital identity and what that means, you know? Yeah. So like, like, for example, I, I think you also have uh, seen it before, like this guy goes by the name of like Richard, and then he wraps his, um, you know, his punk. And then not only that, you know, when he goes to, for example, NYC uh, NFT, he, he makes this, you know, uh, this figuring on his head and wear it the whole time. You know, like that, that is like a, a real source of bridging like Web3 identity to your Web2 identity. And I think this is something that, you know, right now everybody is, because the, the space is generally still new, people are still wanting to, you know, brand themselves to a certain uh, PFP, a certain um, project that is, you know, that is that's vibing with them. So what, what inspired you, like, you know, to actually create this project? Because I know that uh, your project started, I think, sometime early this year. 
And what what was the one the incident or moment in your life that you think like okay you know what let let me create one project instead of you know wrapping other people's PFP let me do one project by myself. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think just like by nature who I am, you know, like I've done a lot of uh, my own startup, like what are companies versus like uh, uh, dance troops or like things like that. Like I'm always someone who kind of like builds. Um, and when going into the Web3 world, you know, um, what drew me into the world, like I said, was just like seeing how there were like so many creatives and how global everything was. Something I was working on in Web2 prior to this was bringing different artists uh, from around the world together, you know, um, whether it's like a DJ, what a fine artist, having them have conversations about art, um, a dancer, what a musician, like things like that, you know, um, and that was what I was working on prior. But then when I went into the Web3 space, I was like, wow, like this is like a hub where that is already happening um, with way less friction than having someone fly from New York to California to meet each other, right? Um, because of Discord and all these things, you know. Um, so from there, you know, we saw an op- so I saw an opportunity uh, to like really like dive deeper into this, you know. So like when I first entered the space, I already had that thought about like building you know like how can i really build so when i went into the space like yeah of course like with the degening and like all that but it was a lot of learning like i was trying to understand like why why were people interested in this you know what were the different personas the different groups of people here um how are these different communities built you know like trying to understand like the nuances of everything because i, I think just like that's kind of like who i am with like always like that intention to build um, and I just saw that opportunity. So I, uh, we brought together a team um, of people, or whole team, it's a team of 11. We all know each other. Um, and yeah, we, we just saw like, oh, this like makes sense. You know, it relates to us, to our values of what we want to see like in the long-term future. Um, and yeah, we, uh, that's, that's how we got started. <laughs> I, I I love it when when you are when you're describing you know on on the journey of creating the whole project and then I'm just like thinking yeah this guy's a doctor so he's built to find solution so I think that you know one <laughs> one thing yeah one one thing like you know when you come into space and and you you instantly if you are the type that always like to push out like solutions finding out things in 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 the space you you tends to grab. Uh, the things that's happening and you know that you know um, right I think that you know I think this area needs improvement the area needs improvement and then you yourself coming in to, to form it and I, I love and I love it how when you said uh, you know your your team you guys know each other you're 11 a team of 11 so you guys used to uh, work together in like different web 2 brands or how, how do you guys like form the synergy of becoming a, a solid group yeah, so um, I want to say that I think the biggest relation between all of us are that we are dancers, a lot of us. Um, so, I mean, like, when when I say that we're dancers, like, or, like, when me as a choreographer, like, I've been doing dance for a long time. So I've choreographed, I dance with BTS. Um, I've done, like, many different things. So I've been able to meet a lot of people from around the world. So um, these are people I've known for seven plus years, you know. Um, and just knowing their individual experiences on the day jobs, you know, we have someone who works at Apple, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, or Google, um, and then or like uh, lead uh, cinema uh, creative director. You know, he's a cinematographer out in LA. Um, so, like, they've all had like individual like 
personal growth experiences and like their professional careers. So um, I just basically brought together a group of friends, teammates, coworkers, mentors, mentees, you know, um, that kind of like found that like synergy together. Yeah. All right. And one one thing, you know, uh, caught, caught my attention is actually the, the art style that you guys use. Um, is it like heavily influenced by your own life experience or what or what is your opinion, uh, you know, when people talk about, oh, the anime meta, is it still relevant and stuff? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the first question in terms of uh, the style, I think, I mean, I, I appreciate that question, you know, because I think a lot of times, you know, like for some animes, um, the, a quick question is like, how do you like stand out within like the anime meta and stuff like that? You know, because like yeah. people see like anime and they see it's like, oh, it looks all the same, you know, yeah. um, which really it doesn't, you know, like um, so something we pride ourselves with is like the process that we got to this style, you know, because um, actually we didn't really use necessarily like inspirations from anime or like uh, any references. Right. Um, what we actually like really started off with was realism. So um, our base model was just a realistic drawing of a human. Um, and then from there, we did line, like, so our second artist would do line work over that. Um, and then or we would just start uh, doing line work and color and then lighting uh, things. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it was like a development process. And then over time, you know, like understanding like the different things about like an NFT it being a PFP, like what really stands out as a PFP, like these like little dynamics um, really brought everything together. So, um, yeah, so the style is like kind of like where we pride ourselves over it because it's like original to us. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I think one thing um, that, that you mentioned, and it really makes sense because like, you know, every anime that we see, um, people can say like, the styles is the same, but the actual fact is they they have like similar style but distinctive traits. I would say, right? So there's there's no one like if, even myself. I watch anime like you know I I like follow the latest anime and stuff. The the art style can be the same, the design can be the same, but always you know the lore will never be the same, right? Like you know the characters' persona, the characters if. Um, the whole style, the traits that they have is all is always moving. And one thing, you know, being an anime fan, um, a, a manga fan, a manhwa fan, um, I I really like uh, anime meta. And for me, I think as long as you know you have a group of people that is following, like for example, we all if you like anime, we all love Naruto, right? But that doesn't mean we just watch Naruto, right? You get yeah. what I mean? You still watch every other animes that comes out. And and one thing, this is the same thing to like, you know, if you like anime, yeah, pro- probably you like Azuki's. But even if you like Azuki's, I would say maybe the Naruto of like uh, Web3, you're still going to watch other animes. You're still going to like yep. different kind, One Piece, Bleach and stuff like that. So Exactly. This, yeah, right? So this this means that, you know, even though there's a strong, you know, there's a strong um, anime meta NFT project, it's there. But people are still looking for others because, like I said, the journey of finding your identity, it, it, it doesn't stop, right? It, it yeah. can be like one day I want to rap Azuki, the next day I want to rap another an, another PFP. And there's nobody to tell me, tell me you cannot because we are at that journey of constantly finding. Like I, I too myself uh, found guilty in like, you know, 
I always, you know, looking for the next uh, PFP that I want to wrap, constantly keep changing. And I think that you will keep on changing until you find a project that is suitable for you. So new projects that are coming out, you know, at a constant, constant rate, it doesn't matter because people are always coming into the space, coming out from the space. So I think that that is one thing that, uh, you know, even the listeners here need, need to be aware of. Like, as long as, you know, the project has its unique thing, um, something that is working on, and if you like it, you just go ahead, deep dive to it, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, like, I, I think your example, like, there's, like, Naruto, there's, like, Bleach, there's, like, Dragon Ball Z, you know? Like, you can like all of them, right? Um, the only problem is that, like, um, the who is in the space currently, right? Like, there's not, like, a crazy demand in the space at the moment, Um especially because of, like, recently in the market and stuff. But in the long run, right, um, what a uh, larger adoption of Web 2 into Web 3, like, things like that shouldn't really be a question, you know? Yeah. True. And um, so when I was, uh, you know, when I was, like, checking out your stuff, one thing, uh, one thing that really hit me is actually, so I'm, a, like, a huge music fan. And I, I got to ask, man, Who's the dude behind that is choosing the song? Because uh, the song is pretty dope, and 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 I'm like, okay, this is this this whole project has a cool vibes. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you talking about like on the website? Uh, no, on on the Twitter. Oh, oh, you, like, you have uh, like, like this sneak peek. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Have, like, this sneak peek of the song. So, uh, like you know, when I see the song, when I see the animation, the voiceover, um. It's like a whole, um, like a whole studio, I would say, or animation uh, production team. So, is that something that you are running, or you are working uh, partner with another like studio? Yeah. So everything we do is absolutely in house. Um, we just have a very versatile team um, that are able to fill in like different hats and different roles. So, like even like the most recent video we released that was completely done in house. Um, whether it's the sound design versus the 3D design, um, etc. Um, for the music itself, um, these are partners. Um, like we're we're not the ones that are singing or rapping. Um, these are partners, but we really hi- uh, connected with. Our goal was um, to be able to connect to small cap artists um, who may not have like that, like uh, like that uh, fandom, I guess, uh, that following. Um, in the Web2 side, right? Like maybe like 10K to 50K sized artists and uh, really onboard them into the Web3 space um, for them to build and connect to people from around the world here. So um, yeah, so these are people that uh, we reach out to or we knew um, that just partnered with us and uh, allowed us to use their music. <laughs> cool. And you, you know, the thing is like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at NFT projects uh, becoming a, a culture, I would say, a subculture itself, right? Like when we talk yep. about identities, we talk about uh, BAYC, MAYC, or the top top few projects. Um, the the people is the one that makes the culture, right? Like if everybody is rapping, uh, for example, uh, BAYC merch, and then that whole that people that style that community is a culture by itself. So, like what what you are doing when I when I talk when we, when I look at look at it, it's like you know. You talk about bridging um, Web two to Web three, um, forming your own NFT project. I, I always look at it as a culture by itself. And so, 
in if you are creating a culture but in in your project what is the things that you want you want your culture to be devoted to or you know uh, what is the values that you guys have yeah so the the values that we really drive by um is empowerment um that's that's the key thing um what empowerment means to us is growth not just as a group um as like sorry as the brand chic guy but i'm also being able to help grow our community right um and kind of that like aspect of like giving back and like teaching like passing down like knowledge right um and the way we kind of like try to facilitate that um especially in the past few months was we had like basically like kind of like a sage it's um I guess it's like an OG system. Um, we never had moderators until more recently, like the last like three weeks, four weeks. Um, before that, we only had sages, which were people who were the more core of the community. And they were the ones kind of like protecting the space um, and basically onboarding new people, you know. And this is like that type of empowerment, like allowing like individuals in the community to take on like that role um is something that was like important to us and uh, just like one aspect of like um i like guess one example of like how we showed that value um but other values we have is um so growth there's kinship um so our three values are story kinship and growth right story meaning your identity whether it's narr your narrative your journey your story um how can we bring that to light um kinship being the culture that we're creating together um, the bonds together and on top of that you know like the the brand itself you know like what does that look like uh globally as a kinship and then growth is what i just talked about in terms of empowerment yeah i love um you know you guys use the keyword um the agent of change right in, in your website and i i think this is something that you know each holders or you know each nfc person that holds a project should adapt the mentality so what kind of person or what kind of people that you are looking for in your community that is suitable to be this so-called agent of change yeah i think um people who are curious you know people who are um looking for um like questioning um what's going on basically right i i mean like we're we're basically looking like it's it's broad but basically it caters more towards like people like trying to reflect and uh look for i i want to say look for the, their identity but basically that's what it is you know like a lot of our actions reflect back onto the identity aspect of it and like looking deeper within yourselves um but this doesn't like like that's like pretty much like everyone like everyone is able to do that right yeah. um but i guess like more so like the people who are kind of like wanting to take that jump yep, yep. i think it's like you know people who it's like slightly more a risk taker people who wanting to explore more or even like you know new people onboarding into the space and you know they are looking for a community to vibe with i think all these you know all these values of what people has can actually be something that your projects deliver to them right yep <laughs> and you guys talk about you know uh bridging web 2 to web 3 so how do you plan that is it like through real life events uh through merchandising so or what other you know web 2 onboarding uh, method that you guys have yeah so let me can I just like explain like the vision more so? Yeah, sure. And I, it, there'll be like, cause like 
onboarding Web 2 to Web 3 isn't just like a single like, oh, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and then it just like people just come on right um it's kind of like a journey so the way we kind of see it is that um when you think about like say something like ethereum right ethereum is a ip it's a brand right um and when people build on top of it it grows that brand naturally like us building on ethereum will help ethereum itself right um so that's kind of like how we see what we're building right now is a world and a world for people in the Web3 space to build on top of, right? Using their IP to uh, utilize it within and like support that, like that nurture that. So how that leads into the grand scheme of things, right? So we plan on kind of like um, focusing our efforts more so onto the Web2 side. Um, and what that means is that we'll be taking story, um, the story we've been developing it, and mobilizing it in the Web2 side to create an audience, right? Uh, create a fandom that is interested in this world that we set up in the Web3 side. Um, so the way we plan to do that is through multiple like avenues, right? Like, of course, like events, um, going around to like different anime conventions, Comic-Con, um, creating a manga so we've been in the pre-production phase of a manga for three months now um so but we're not a project that's focused solely on mangas manga itself is an asset that helps us market the bigger picture right that builds that audience because the manga like uh like roi from manga is very narrow right so the the focus of creating that is really to continue to build that audience so that we'll have people interested in this world to onboard them in the web3 side So when you when you talk about like um, in real life event, comic cons and stuff like that, is it something that um, you know your team is actively wanting to participate in? Um, could you rephrase that question? Like, uh, like, pro, like going on a consistent basis? Yeah. So yeah, so like yeah. You, you talk about you know, um, I I think one thing it's you guys are planning to build a web three brand. But in the same way, to bridge to Web2, you have to go to, like, you know, physical things. You have to go to, yep. like, like you know, bridging people or, like, for example, if you guys set up a booth in Comic-Con, right? And then, and then people come by to the booth, they learn about the project, and then that is onboarding from Web2 to Web3. And then yep. it's, it's always vice versa because, like, now I'm your holder and, and I see you have a pop-up, like, nearby. And then because of the Web3 element, I now go to the Web2. So it's always bridging, and I, I, I previously when I talked to even the founder of Kaiju Friends, uh, you know, he always talked about this thing called Web two point five. So Web two point five is basically you know in, in the middle, whereby when you are Web two, you come into Web three, and then from Web because of Web three, you are going to Web two. And if this if this bridge is, I, I think if this bridge is solid, then we can see more people you know onboarding into a new project, and community becomes stronger because they are going to Web two side to connect. So yeah, it's always sure. it's, it's, it cannot be you know just a one way street whereby it's web two to web three and then everybody is just on the spot. It has to be vice versa and building this thing called a two point five. And I think that is whereby you know projects become solid. Like if you talk about you know um, I'm not sure have you been to since you're in New York you've been to uh, NY NFT NYC. Yes. Yeah, so how how is the uh, relationship building or, you know, the events that you, you meet? Yeah, I mean, we had our own event for NFT NYC. 
So, I mean, that in itself, like, was, like, a lot of what you were talking about, you know? Like, being able to um, bring that, like, I guess that Web 2 side into the Web 3 side, right? Um, Being able, not just, like, being able to meet people, but, like, the things that you can do in Web 2. Like, we hosted a whole gallery, um, like, things like that, you know? Like, that are able to... um, connect to people in a different way that uh, you don't see in web three yeah so even before prior to your launch you have already a few um real life event that you you guys are hosting we've had one which was uh at nft nyc at like an art gallery wow wow so i i think you know uh your your focus right now in in this project is like really um you know really focusing do you have like a completion date that you want to launch or is it like just playing by the year yeah i mean it's it's been a it's been a while you know like we started in december we opened our discord and twitter in february we were planning to launch like in may but then the market um we had to adapt to the market um and then what we really wanted to see was like basically kind of understand what's going on before we went into mint you know like um and so right now we're planning for minting in mid-september um and basically focusing all of our marketing efforts towards that um, because we feel like this is like a good time um, that we're kind of ready and we've been building all this time you know like we have a lot of key visuals and assets and things like that um, to push out Um, and yeah so that's that's the plan yeah i one one thing i I really like is uh you know this is the first time that i'm talking to a project that actually launched a in real life event before the min, so it's always after <laughs> the min. So uh, this shows that the, the the dedication that you guys have is crazy. So let us talk about the lore. I'm I'm pretty intrigued. I I to to be honest, uh, when I look at the lore, I was a little bit confused. Uh, why? Because you know it started out with like the locks, and then you have like you know OX zero, OX uh triple one, three district. So for for somebody who you know. Currently, they just tune into this space. They're wanting to know about, you know, um, your project, the lore of it. How would you explain in a simple form? Yeah. So I, I think in general, you know, like, or lore is very layered. Um, it's, it's, it's very deep um, in terms of, like, basically you have to watch an episode to understand. I kind of get hooked on it, you know. Um, but the synopsis of it, um, really quickly, um, for you guys to know. So... The the story is based around a world that was built by a group called the Archetypes, the first of the new world. So they harnessed this energy called Moto, and this came from the last cherry blossom tree. Um, and this energy helped power the foundation of Shikigai. Um, Shikigai started off with three districts, where three districts were built, Ichiro, Jiro, and Saburo. And these are three different distinct districts. So Ichiro is more traditional um more uh, human connection like more simplistic jiro tech and sciences and then saburo were more focused on like the creatives the arts and entertainment um with Furusato, the last cherry blossom tree being at the center of the world so this world was created and then there were axioms which are rules made for the rest of the population to live by so simply you know like this was a utopia that they wanted to make so now the story starts a hundred years in the future where you follow individuals um, in our story that uh, try to understand the truth. Yeah. And um, I see that you guys have like, 
when you talk about like the three district Ichiro, Jiro, and Saburo, is it also uh, when you when you form or when you create the NFTs, uh, they will be separated by the different fractions? Correct. So for the minting process, um, you'll be able to choose one of three districts. Oh, so so it's it's not like randomly you can choose the district and then you mint according to it. Correct. Oh, okay. So, uh, is there any difference, uh, you know, between uh, these three districts? Is there any like you know alpha of like or one ones that you have that you want to provide to us? About the districts? Yeah. Uh, no, about the the art itself. Like, uh, if I get if, for example, if I choose zero and I mint it. Is it any any different from the others, or is just based on like different art styles? Yeah. So, um, in terms of, I, I mean, I would say it's mostly focused on the traits. Um, we have over seven hundred and fifty traits split into three districts, so like around three hundred traits per district. So each district itself is quite distinct from the other. You won't really see overlap between districts of traits. If you do, like, say you have like glasses. Like, maybe glasses are more common in Jiro, but then super rare in, say, like Ichiro, for instance, right? So your rarity will be actually unique to its district. So you can't really use tools um, to be able to determine rarity based on scarcity um, because the rarity is determined per district. So, I mean, I guess that's that's alpha. And the alpha is that the <laughs> only part we're going to be working with is Tiny Astro. Mints is in yeah. the audience. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. And, um, you know, maybe you can share a little bit about, um, you know, after me, what is like your roadmap looking on and then your short-term vision for the project and also your long-term vision. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what, what it looks like, you know, like um, in terms of, I'm just going to go through a timeline first. Um, so, so far, you know, like from up to the present day, what we've been working on is the art. Obviously, we had an event for NFTNYC. And we've been in the pre-production phase for a manga. We're working with a manga studio and then also with a prolific writer. He has over 6 million views on Webtoons and over a million over his social platforms um, to curate the core story. Um, and we have been doing that, um, for the past like few months, especially during the bear. Right. Um, so at launch, um, we plan to finish pre-production. So that just means like full development of the characters, the world, et cetera. And we'll be like showcasing that in the upcoming weeks. Um, once we mint, um, number one plan obviously is to scale the team, to be able to take on a lot of the things we want to do. So what is it that we want to do? Um, so number one is, complete the first volume of the manga right um yeah. so quality takes time and like i said manga is not our number one selling point in terms of that that's not our focus it's more of like a side asset to build a story um to market it um what we'll be doing um what, I, what we'll be working on is more technology based so what that means is um, we're creating a marketplace where you're able to customize your traits um and that to us is key because um, it's all about identity, you know, digital identity. So we have made over 2,000 traits. We're only going to be launching 750 of the tra 750 traits um, or a little bit more than that. Um, and then after that, we'll be releasing traits through things called mod kits. Mod kits are kind of like booster packs, you know, yep. like when you go to a store and you buy a booster pack and you got a set of cards and you put it in your deck. 
um, that's very similar to what we're doing, you know, like we'll be releasing traits periodically. Um, it could be seasonal traits. It could be traits related to connected to web two partners. It could be uh, more limited edition traits, right? Um, these are things that will be kind of like injected into the ecosystem of the trait pool, um, without diluting or like a bigger pool. Right. Um, so are diluting our, our uh, main NFT collection. So that's definitely something we'll be working on. Cool. So it, it's like, for example, meaning that if currently right now I own a PFP and each time when you guys launch like this booster pack, I'm able to uh, use it, change up my trade, customize to something that I like. Yes. From So like say a booster pack gives you five traits. Yep. Um, like maybe one rare, like when you get like a deck of Pokemon cards, one of them is like a rare one, right? Yeah. So it's going to be something similar. So we'll release like a limited amount and like we'll say like these like it's like kind of like gotcha, like these like 20 traits are in this collection. Yeah. And you'll get a random like five traits with one of them being a more rare one. Wow. You, you know, one, one thing is um, I, I've seen a lot of people um, talking about this, but the whole meta for this is currently still very new. Like currently right now, I, I don't see any project that is actively doing it. So if if is definitely going to be a plus point if you know you guys can actually execute it and it's it's a very big thing you know uh, able to okay. customizing it because the the way i see it right now you know um, the the market shifts from like for example i was in the space like uh, a year ago uh, in december when i see it's only like pfp and then the next thing you know people want it to be you know pfp and uh utility and it's always like what's the next thing what's the next thing and i, I i'm looking at a pattern whereby we we see like the next thing is going to be nft that's interactive like you know the, the nft for example the, the, one of the big success that we see right now is like potatoes right so because the nft is like interactive it can grow it can change its form and shape and then it's something new and people like it so this thing about you know able to change the trades um, it's a way being an interactive NFT. And when the interactive comes to play, I think when, you know, we, we don't want, I, I, as, as an NFT holder myself, right, I, I don't want to be like, you know, fully immersed or using so many times, so, so much of my time in the NFT doing things. But if it's that, you know, one, two little things that I can do, play around, um, see it change, for example, then it, it kind of like intrigued me and makes me want to focus on that project more. What do you think? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I totally agree, you know, like that's that like collector side, you know, it's like that's why there's like these gotcha games. I I don't know if you've ever played a gotcha game on the phone um, where you like use like uh, where you like get like a random like a character and then you can like get like common characters, rare characters and stuff. And then you end up starting to pay money to buy more characters. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like it's kind of like that aspect, you know, like that's kind of like what it taps into. Uh, but I think aside from that, you know, like obviously, like I think as an individual, like as a holder of it, that's like really interesting. But I think it brings on like way more um, opportunities, you know, like a very innovative, innovative way for Web2 partners to join the Web3 ecosystem, you know, without creating an NFT project, for instance. Right. Um, it's the onboarding phase of introducing like that mutual relationship is is a little bit more seamless, you know, like there's an already I, an IP and you kind of like bring on a new IP where someone is able to say like redeem physicals for if you own that trait. Right. Or like depending on what that partnership looks like, that contract, um, 
so yeah, there's a there's a lot of like new innovative strategies I think that this can come out with. Yeah, I I think one thing is you know um, people don't see how big this can be. But for example, if you guys or if if you are playing games, um, you know you you knows that like skins, uh, customizable trade is like a huge thing. Like even in in Dota, people spend so much uh money to just buy like a carrier, right? <laughs> like like the the golden Roshan carrier and stuff like that. So yeah, having having like you know these different skins and whereby you have a strong community that is constantly exchanging uh information, building on top. Like like I said, right? You you don't have to have like ten thousand people. You just need to have like one thousand strong communities, and you know people are actively involved in the things. You you have you know the web two presence, the web three presence. It's all like like working together, and skins can be a really huge thing. It's a I mean it's a million dollar market in in the world right now, and if you can execute this. I can definitely see your brand becoming one of the, the the good brands or one of the brands that you know people really like because it's moving towards that interactive route. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And when you talk about uh, you know innovative technology, is that more towards like something you guys want to brand yourself into, or you guys only wanting to focus on like the art, the lore, and stuff like that? So I think it's a very stepwise process. Um, you know, like I think early on, like in January or so, we did see ourselves as like a two headed dragon almost, right? Like, uh, like two sides of a company, one being the IP and the other side being the tech, you know, we had a lot of ideas on the tech aspect. Um, but I think right now, especially with how the market is, um, and we'll see through after Mint, you know, like being able to strategize, focusing on building the world and the brand first, the IP, um, while starting that uh, journey in the technology, right? Um, so I'm not going to say we're going to brand ourselves as like tech, but we are definitely aiming to innovate in tech. Awesome. And so sh- shall we open uh, the questions to the floor right now? Sure. So guys, uh, if you if you have any questions, uh, remember just uh, click on the request button. I will push you up to the stage, and you can ask uh, you know the founder itself, or you guys are already an active member in the Discord. You want to you know thank the team and stuff like that. You can do as well. So now is your chance to you know those of you who wanting to know more about the project, or you have any questions uh, back in your mind, just feel free to ask away. And uh, we have whitelist. Uh, to give away to you guys so it's a good opportunity uh, to ask and grab that wily spot as well any anything more you want to add on bro uh, me yeah um like like you know planning to launch a project uh, mid september so it's probably like three to i think three weeks away um how is your schedule like um how is the team taking it because you guys are like working for a long time yeah yeah okay so um yeah so i mean on our twitter right now like our pin post you know like that was a huge key visual that we wanted to start our marketing um to kind of like start like kind of like a three to four week window where we'll be working with a lot of people in the space um and pushing basically 
the brand chic guy um, all over, you know, so that everyone has eyes on it. Um, and this is important to us because, you know, like, I think, especially right now, you know, um, it's it's important to just like have people kind of like acknowledge your brand. Um, and then from there, I think the art itself will carry. And then um, if there, if anyone is more interested, you know, like we'll have, I mean, we already released the white paper. It's on our Discord. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, there's like information out there for people to read into more, but I feel like right now, like in the space, people don't really read too much, um, and kind of like focus more on like the touch and go kind of points. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like our plan right now. Yep. I think, um, what what you say is really true. Like I, I read this post, uh, I think like two, two weeks ago, whereby they say like the current, you know, the current currency right now is like attention span. So, you know, you have to be like as, as short as possible, as precise. Uh, when exactly. people see it, they, they totally understand and get it. I think this is all, you know, a key, a key strong point to, uh, I mean, an on-point marketing uh, initiative. Yep. Yeah. Okay. A lot of our uh, touch and yep. go points. Yeah. Zah requested. So, let me pull him on stage. Hey, man. Question out. So, uh, you mentioned that the traits are going to be um, like a loot box kind of system f- uh, with your marketplace. So, uh, I was wondering, like, will the traits have some kind of benefit, like, aside from um, redeeming physical goods? Like, is there uh, any, like, other benefits with the traits? Yeah, so actually through our system, the traits will be what uh, earns the utility token. So instead of like the NFT solely itself, the NFT, they'll be like, um, they're basically like uh, modifiers to how much you earn, like times 1.2 times 1.4 based on how much you own. But it's actually the traits that have value based on the rarity of the specific trait. And the accumulation of that will help you earn more utility token and you'll be able to buy more booster packs with the utility token amongst other things that we're going to have in the marketplace okay um the second question is besides like um changing the trait and stuff like what else would i be able to do with the shikigai nft um i, I don't know if you want to talk about that or something yeah sure um so what the nft Sorry. Uh, with the NFT itself, right? Um, I think from the get go, um, it's access to a lot of things that we'll be doing. So, whether it's in real life events, um, whether it's to first edition of our manga um, that we'll be launching like spring 2023, um, whether it's uh, what else? Um, access to the compendium, which is something we're not going to talk about today. Um, and then access to anything that comes to the pipeline with um, SKG Labs. So it's it's definitely more so related to like what we're, we'll be able to provide to you in terms of like that type of access of utility. Um, and then also on top of that, um, we'll be working with uh, people. Um, through, well, we're gonna fi- we're gonna have like this system where not only like yes, everyone has IP rights to their nfts right but being in this world that we're trying to foster like having a way to help people understand how to utilize ip right so we have a we have a lot of things going on 
Yeah, I, I can see that um, you guys are always trying to uh, innovate. And I, I, lo- I love it when it's like, you know, not the NFT that generates the utility token, but the trade itself. That is something new and we need like new things in the space these days. So coming up to the next questions, let me have uh, Min Collectible. You can ask away. Hey, um, yeah, I don't really have a question, but I um, just want to come up here and say finally uh, we're minting. Um, I still recall um, joining Shibigai on February the 15th, and then, um, it's been um, <laughs> six months, and <laughs> you, know, I'm, um, you know, I have never been um, this bullish uh, about the project um, because of its founder and its team, right? Um, if you guys know how much effort and work, uh, you know, Eric's a lot of the team actually put behind the scene. It's it's just incredible. Um, and, you know, for Eric's, um, for him, he will respond to every single community members, you know, messages. And I think in the Web three space, what I have learned is you invest in the founders. And I would say, you know, the team behind Shiki guys very stacked. And um, I was able to learn a lot, you know, from Eric's and the team. And you know, very bullish in what they are going to build um, behind Shiki guy. I, you know, I know a lot more than many of you in the audience, but what I can say is that they definitely, you know, have great things planned for everyone. And um, I'm ready to um, mend my mats and also be ready to sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. That's it. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Mint is the founder of Tiny Astro. So you guys should check, check him out, check Tiny Astro out. They're a great tool, um, great ecosystem. Okay, so we have uh, next up. Thanks for your questions. Uh, next up, we have uh, T Walk. Um, hi guys. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, buddy. Okay. Uh, so first off, I want to uh, thank you guys for bringing me up to speak and uh, for uh, hosting uh, this space, so we can learn more about uh, Shigigai and uh, the projects. Um, yeah, my space has been rugging, uh, for a bit, but, uh, I did, I did catch the parts, uh, about, um, the utility token. So, uh, I am sorry if someone else has uh, asked this question, but please, can you delve more into the utility token behind uh, Shigekai? Yeah. So, um, well, let me, let me start off that. I'm definitely not going to do a comprehensive review because we actually have a document out um, that's connected. Like if you go to our discord and in the announcement, I'll probably put it somewhere where it's like more obvious. Um, And you click on the white paper, there's a link on the token aspect that um, explores like the tokenomics itself. Um, So the token um, itself is going to be a utility token. Um, We are not going to be providing a liquidity pool. Um, meaning that one SKG is equal to one SKG. Um, we'll, you'll be able to generate passively um, the token through the traits that you own. So it, you'll have like kind of like an inventory, basically, of what traits you own. Um, and then from there, you, I mean, you'll be generating per day, and then you'll be able to use these tokens to redeem for a bunch of various things. Um, I don't have the list off the top of my head, actually. Let me see. I can oh, I can pull it up. Um, so obviously, um, with the mod kits, um, that's definitely going to be something that we will be releasing 
um, kind of like periodically. Um, we haven't determined like kind of like the schedule in terms of like if it's like once a month or every few months. Um, but then that also relates back into like seasonal drops and then drops with like Web2 partners that we already have. Um, so those are things that could be redeemed. Um, we're working on uh, buying, selling and trading traits within the marketplace, but that won't be... Um, uh, one of the first things that you'll be able to do with it. Um, merchandise, physical goods, um, the manga, uh, what else? Allow list opportunities, um, tool subscriptions, and there's something called SAP or SAP that we are not going to talk about right now either, um, but that is also something that is in our ecosystem that you'll be able to use tokens for. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, wonderful. Um um I got I got like really hyped when you mentioned um like the mod kits. So uh just to make sure that I'm not um uh, misinterpreting it, so do you mean with these mod kits would be able to like modify basically like the look of our PFPs? Yes. Oh that's that is pretty sick. Alright, alright. Um uh, well I'm thinking. Yeah. Sorry. So the the traits, so the mod kits will be um, when you buy a mod kit, right? Um, the the process will be that you buy a mod kit just like as if you bought an NFT. It'll be on OpenSea, um, and from there, I guess like Artifact kind of does this, or uh, yeah, Artifact those boxes. Um, so when you buy a mod kit, it goes into OpenSea. Then when you use it, you burn the mod kit and you get traits, but the traits are off chain. And then from there, you can kind of like play around, customize, and then you'll be able to um, connect it to, we're, we're going to have a system where it's able to connect it into our backend, which will affect the mod, uh, metadata and change it on-chain. Okay, okay. Well, uh, thanks for explaining that. I, mean, um, I also like how um, using the utility token, you can have like access to tools and such. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, um, to finding out more about that. I probably have to do a lot more reading uh, in the Discord. But yeah, cheers, Tim. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. You can open the ticket in the um, Discord. I'll give you a whitelist. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yes. Hey, man. Ask away your question. No, I, I was just uh, asking a question for somebody in the Discord. They said, sadly, I don't have a mic to talk in space, but I really want to know more about the ex- utilizing the IP portion. Is it a planned thing? Can you explain more about it? Asked by Cryptomania. Yeah, so the utilizing the IP portion is more of like an education system. Um not necessarily like um, where it's basically like courses, I guess you can, I don't want to call it courses, but basically able to guide you and then support you through utilizing your IP. Right. And we'll also have like things where like, if you um, will have, we'll allocate like a fund um, to also support people building um, on top of Shiki guide IP. I don't know if that answers your question. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, I think Cryptomania is listening, so 
Cool, cool. Um, also typing right now, so thank you very much. Yeah, he said thank you. There you go. Awesome. Right, cool. cool. So uh, I, I think this is it, and uh, people ask the questions. Uh, so those that ask questions, remember to, if you guys don't have the whitelist yet, remember to go to the Discord. Uh, you know, just open a ticket and then say that you attend the AMA, the space, and get your whitelist, okay? So, thanks, brother, for, for being on this space. Uh, shares a lot of your alpha, um, and I know your mint is, like, a couple weeks away. So, good luck and all the best to you, brother. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate everyone for joining the space. Um, if you're interested in what we're doing, there's uh, obviously, like, on Twitter, there's, we're going to be releasing more information. Um, oh, someone wants to speak. Um, we'll be releasing more information on Twitter, but then also on the Discord. Um, we'll be rolling out like the white papers there. I'll, I'll make a separate channel where you can like access it easily. Um, and yeah, I mean, information is out there if you're curious about the project. Um, we'll be follow us on Twitter. We'll be releasing so many more key visuals outside of like this first um, video that we pushed out. And yeah, you'll be seeing us a lot in the upcoming. Yep. And let's have a crypto mentor. Hi. Yo. Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, thank, thank you for bringing me up. Uh, I actually missed a couple of uh, first minutes, I guess. I also wrote in the Discord. Uh, I wanted to know if you explained the name, Shikigai, where is it from? Is, is it, where has this come from? Is it from the Shikigami, the Japanese folklore, or other name? Yeah. Um, so Shikigai is... So Shikigai in a word itself is not a real Japanese word. It's a fusion of two words, um, Shi and Ikigai. Um, shi meaning um, death. And ikigai meaning reason to be. So what that means to us is the death of like conformity, monotony, to really find yourself, you know, to find that identity, to find that reason to be. So that is what shikigai means. Thank you. Thanks. Good to know that. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Enjoying the podcast? Go to the PewCast Twitter page and subscribe to the newsletter. We'll write a summary that you can read in three to five minutes if you don't have time to tune in. Remember to click the notification button so you don't miss the next episode. All Things Rainbow. All Things